Ladies and gentlemen, welcome for another week of BB and Budgies Thursday night. Ricky, I'm joined this week by Dan Haynes, our defending open two-wheel drive champion, as he counts down to the, the opening round. Now only you know, in a week's time, we'll all be down in Dunedin. Dan, how's the prep coming along? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, we started it probably a bit later than we should have, um, but nothing too major, just a few things from Rally NZ to sort, and then had a good shakedown yesterday, which was cool. Excellent, excellent. We... Um, yeah, I, I want to wind the clock back a bit because it's been a really impressive couple of years since you've joined the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship. I think in the, uh, 2019, you, you uh, got your hands on a, a pretty cool mark to escort. Yes. Um, and, and then, of course, the world shut down in, in 2020, and that was a bit inconvenient. So you, you joined us in 2021 pretty, pretty green to the whole national championship scene. We'd seen you in the DX Corolla at a few few rallies running in clubmans and stuff. What was it like to step up to the championship in that rally challenge two-wheel drive class? Uh, it was a pretty big step, I suppose, just even the commitment to a full series. Um, previous to that, it would sort of be a rally or two a year and some club events and when you could fit it in. But to, yeah, commit and plan to a whole whole championship is quite a, is quite a big thing. Um, there's a lot involved with team and co-driver and, and that kind of stuff. But um, obviously he got Matt on board and he's been on board for the whole the whole journey, which has been really awesome. Yeah, and, and obviously that year worked out really, really well. You um, you won that Rally Challenge two-wheel drive class. Did you think you'd be in, into the silverware that early in the in the championship career? I guess we hope so. Obviously we brought pretty good car to the category, um, probably – a little bit of an uneven comparison to some of the cars, um, but then also we had some pretty quick drivers turning up for specific rounds as well, which was pretty cool to better um, base yourself against them, even though they weren't doing every single round. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, just the progression has been really good. We got faster every event, which is, I think, probably the thing we've enjoyed the most. Yeah. Absolutely. So then that's where you stepped up to open two-wheel drive in the full full-on championship with all the, the real crazy hot rods that are out there and a fantastic class with so much diversity. Um, what was the motivating step behind going up a, a, a class and really, I guess, taking on the big boys? I guess part of it was, you know, to be fair, I think, well, I think it's unfair to stay in Cat 5 if, you you know, it's almost like let somebody else and other people come through and, and have a crack at it. So I think a new challenge was a big thing. Um, and definitely, I mean, we were always, even though we were competing in Cat 5, trying to compare to the quicker two-wheel drive guys. So I had some targets, things like people like Jonesy, trying to get uh, closer to his pace and, and Charlie Evans and people like that. So it's always been, you know, trying to gauge against the quicker two-wheel drive guys. Um, so it's good to get in a class with some of those experienced competitors and, and you know, on the, on the result board, see how you stack. Yeah, it's really good. So you went to Otago last year, and um, you you won straight away. Was that the plan? And was that expected? Uh, well, that was unexpected. Uh, the goal was uh, to get on the podium. We were yeah. hoping for a top three. Um, and on the first day, our pace was – I wasn't really that happy with where we were going, but we were sort of there or thereabouts. Um, and then on the second day, we thought, oh, some stages we've done before um, from the pre previous year, and let's have a bit of a – bit more of a crack and – um, unfortunately, the guy who was leading it, obviously, um, had some issues. So, I mean, we were there to, to pick up the pieces, I suppose. It's, it's a big part of what rallying's about, though, isn't it, being there at the finish? Um, oh, it's huge. <laughs> it's, uh, you, you just look at the attrition for Otago and see how many competitors don't make the finish each year. It's, 
it's quite a big number, isn't it? It definitely is. Those um, those two day events especially seem to really um, knock the field around a bit at the start of the season, and, and finishing those is a big part of setting up a, a championship campaign. Most definitely. Um, next one wasn't quite so so rosy. Former it wasn't a great um, build up to the event. Obviously, with with Matt getting COVID and last minute change of of co driver, and then you were going so well in the event, and then trying to do a good deed and. Uh, unfortunately, came back and bit you in the ass. There's probably no other way to really say it. Getting excluded, yeah. But telling Mason Grimmett, what was the emotion like when you when that happened? Well, even going back a little bit, so we we failed to start one of the night stages. So basically, the battery died after the first night stage. So we took basically got Hayden Patterns time plus seven minutes to to start the first proper day of the rally. So. You know, so that was a bit, you know, we're like, well, what are we going to do here? We're already seven minutes behind. Um, and we thought, hey, we'll just, we sort of had a bit of a goal of how many seconds per stage we needed to try and get over the over the two days. And we just tried to chug away with that over the whole weekend, basically. So um, I think to, to Strong, we had got about five minutes back on the first day. Um, and, you know, we were pretty happy with that. We were in second and, and you know, I thought, hey, we can two minutes shouldn't be too hard on the second day. Um, yep. But then he obviously saw us coming and definitely picked the pace up because it got a whole lot tight, a lot more, a whole lot harder to try and get the time back. Um, so, yeah, and then, I mean, we went into the last stage in second still. We had 15 seconds to make up on strong in a 15K stage. And I said to Tanya, I said, well, it's only a second of K, let's just give it a crack. Yep. And... Um, we actually beat him in that stage by 30 seconds. So to get to the end to find out, hey, we'd actually got that time back and, and won our class to then get to the the ceremonial finish to be called into a hearing or stewards meeting to <laughs> discuss what we had done earlier in the day. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty tough to be fair. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, as I think I said at the time, you know, was, you trying to do a good deed, and it was a real shame, but there, there was just... Unfortunately, nothing in the rule book that allowed for anything else, which is just uh, the joys of the rule book. But um, yeah, hopefully, it's supposed to be uh, changing. I've been told uh, <laughs> the next yes. uh, amendment, um, the rules are supposed to be getting changed to because the basically the penalty, what shouldn't be a crime, but the penalty doesn't really fit the the crime either. A full exclusion from a rally, especially on a two day when you're getting points for legs. So I basically, lost everything. Won the power stage, lost all the points for that. Basically. You know, quite an expensive weekend to come away with, with a perfect result and zero points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess at least, as you say, you take away some really good pace from that. Um, was that sort of, I guess, what kept you going towards Timaru? Because it would have been easy to to throw in the towel at that point and go, this is getting a bit hard. Uh, to be honest, the only reason I went to Timaru is it's Matt's home rally. Um we didn't get to do it the year before. I got quite sick just before the rally and we withdrew um, sort of a week out from the rally. Um, so Matt had never done his home rally. So if it wasn't for Matt, I don't think I would have been down there, to be fair. I probably would have chucked the towel in. Um, but so, yeah, so it was basically for him. Um, and, yeah, it was a good good to go do the rally. Um, again, I don't think – I think we went backwards a little bit. Our pace wasn't quite as good as it had been. Um, but, yeah, both of us first time – doing that rally, whereas we had done Whangarei and, and Otago the year before. So Yeah, um, that was really the start of, of you know, there was a good battle that you had with Dave Strong. That it, it, Yeah, he got you by 10 seconds in the end. Yes. Uh, I, Dave's, I, 
an icon of two-wheel drive rallying in this um, this country. What What's it like to be battling someone like him who's been doing it for pretty much since rallying started? Yeah, well, when you when you when you can beat him in a stage, it's quite rewarding. You think that's pretty cool, and then he just all of a sudden, like backline, I think it was in Timura, he just absolutely smashed me like by like thirty seconds, I think it was, and and you're just like, where did that come from? Like, <laughs> we thought we were going pretty good. We got to the end, and and you know we thought we'd done a good time, and Matt looked at the results and said, nah, your miles off, basically. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's yeah, it's definitely um, you know he's definitely still got some pace and he can you know turn it up when he when he wants to. So um, but yeah, I think quite different cars. I mean, uh, you can see that his car is probably quite a bit harder to drive than mine. Um, I think it's I think it's an awesome car to have in the, in the championship because it's so different and it's, it's basically like a Group B, you know, rally car with everything coming out the back end. It's it's pretty pretty impressive, isn't it? It's very, very cool. I think that's that's one of the awesome things about the open two-wheel drive classes. You know, you look at, like, you've got your car, which is almost traditional, um, you know, Mark II Escort, but with modern running gear in it that works really well. you got, like, Clinky's RX-8, which is wild and overpowered and makes awesome noises, and Dave's thing with the engine in the back and more horsepower than, you know, like, it's just a variety of vehicles is, is huge, and RX-7s and... And all sorts. I think it's it's just a fantastic class with with cars that people want to see. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, um, definitely get good feedback from people. You know, to still be out there in a in a rear wheel drive car throwing stones. You know, because we we definitely don't mind uh, throwing it sideways into a junction if there's some people standing there. And um, definitely sounds pretty cool pulling out of the corner with a sequential gearbox and stuff. So yeah, I think it's that's to me what rallying's about. Um, I don't have a lot of appetite for going and trying to go four-wheel drive again or go into a, you know, a Cat 1 car where potentially you spend more money and actually have less enjoyment. I think, you know, for me, that's what rallying is. It's throwing around, having some fun, and then, you know, trying to beat the clock. So that's what I enjoy and the teamwork and all that that goes with it. Yeah. Excellent. So then we went to, to Hawke's Bay, um, which was your former home hometown. Yes. Uh, and from memory, you were crook as a dog. Yeah, I was, I was, I was very crook actually. Um, yeah, it was definitely, it was touch and go whether we were going to go down because I was that sick. Um, and we sort of made the call that let's, you know, ba- well, basically, with what if, if we hadn't have what happened at Fongaroa, we probably would have skipped the round because we could drop around with the what happened at Dunedin. Um, so yeah, I probably wouldn't have gone. Um, but obviously, we needed the points, so we'd already lost a round. So uh, it was basically there just to try and limit the damage in the championship um, and probably I think it's the worst I've driven in two years um, <laughs> it was it was pretty bad uh, even Matt was struggling with the notes because of, I was just had no flow and no commitment and yep. you know, he's done what are you going to stop on this crest or are you it's a flat crest and you're <laughs> down here and just about stopping it was yeah it was definitely tough that was that was probably the hardest thing I've ever done actually yep but yeah. I guess you know you got second and and so the re- the reward was worthwhile yeah, definitely. Uh, unfortunately, Dave broke an axle, I think, so he didn't get any points. So that sort of, I think I was still, I uh, might have been slightly ahead. Or it was very close. So basically going into to Rally NZ, we were, there was nothing in it, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it made for a fantastic um, yeah, way, way to finish the season. And, uh, yeah, look, for you, what, what was it like to be a part of Rally NZ? What was the excitement like building up? Was it something that was sort of like, I've wanted to do this since I was a kid or...? 
Yeah, so, well, as a kid, I didn't sort of know rallying. I wasn't brought up around it, so I, I didn't know it was something that you could actually do as a, I mean, I watched rallying, but I thought it was something that professionals did. Um, yep. So to actually be able to compete in a rally New Zealand, not many sports you can compete against the best in the world, same same clock, same stage. I mean, you can't play the All Blacks at Eden Park, can you? So, um, well, most people can't. So it's, 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 it's pretty awesome. Um, and just the whole circus and, you know, watch WSC live and follow all the rallies and to have it at, at home and be able to compete on the same stage as you is pretty awesome. Um, in fact, Matt and I were touring to the first stage just going, how, how lucky are we? How, how cool is this, this that we actually get the opportunity to do it? So it's very cool. And David had a, a bit of a, a mare on the super special, but you really stamped your mark on. Or you came out and said, "I'm going to be champion." And that first run through through from the coast, you you caught the past it. Like that's that's making a statement. Yeah, I think it was actually the second pass that we did that. But but yeah, it was definitely um, the the first half of that stage is really fast, and Dave's got about 200 horsepower on me, and I thought hey, that fast stuff, you know, we're not going to have a, have a shit show, so we're going to have to really make time in the, you know, the twisty, the end part of Whanga Coast because there's no way that Jazz is going to go around corners like the Escort will. So we really tried to, basically the fastest we've ever driven in, in the twisty stuff. And, yeah, I was quite surprised when we, um, yeah, saw the back of him and, and um, <laughs> managed to get past him. Yeah, it was a pretty cool feeling to know that we'd, you know, that, that was a pretty big, statement I suppose and I think Dave actually mentioned that at the prize giving that he sort of thought hey that's the championship right there and then but still had a day and a half of <laughs> rallying to go and if one of us didn't finish then it, you know we, we both had to finish and and, and and basically we had to you know there weren't enough cars at the finish that we basically both had to whoever was in front of the other person I think was going to win the win the championship And talk us through just getting to the finish of that Saturday because like man the weather was just a yeah, that was uh, it. Was definitely tough. So we we had a we couldn't get tyres fitted um, for the first loop from the day before. We got back too late to get them fitted, so we went out on secondhand tyres on those atrocious conditions. And and we had a one nine five on the back, which is just way too wide. And yeah, it was it was pretty tough. And after the first stage, we did called up the crew, and they managed to get some some narrow tyres fitted on rims for the afternoon. And that was. That was much better. Um, felt a lot more comfortable and um, had a really, really fun battle with Stumpy. Actually, we um, were swapping stage times basically for the whole rally, so that was that was really fun. Yeah, yeah, it's neat to have another icon in the, in the class. Yeah, Stumpy Holmes, a very famous name from the the late nineties and early two thousands. Definitely, um, to compete against him and and to be swapping stage times, and it was quite fun because when the other guy beat each other, it was like high fives and we're cheering each other on and. You know, one stage he came out, took his helmet off, and he was just sweating. And he said, "Man, if you beat me in there, you deserve that." And and uh, Brody looked at the time, and it was—I think it was like one point. I beat him by one point five seconds or something like. There was nothing in it, but um, <laughs> it was pretty cool. We, yeah, it was very good. Uh, our wiper motor died on the Friday night as we got back from Raglan, um, so we had no wipers, and and he had one in his van um, and loaned us a wiper motor so that we could. I mean, we would have been in big trouble on Saturday without that. Um, yeah. So, pretty awesome to have that sort of be competing against somebody, but um, have them helping out just as much. And he's been, he was coaching me, um, you know, through the rally. And in fact, after what happened at Whangarei, um Stumpy uh, called me to to talk about what had happened and tell me to 
you know, get the ch- keep the chin up and, and get back into it, basically. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, he's a, ne- he's a neat guy, Stump, isn't he? But talk us through that feeling then when you finally got back into Auckland. The weather was still crap, uh, but you were open two-wheel drive champion. Uh, well, that drive from the last stage is probably the longest drive I've ever had in my life. Yeah, and rattles and bangs and... I swore the car wasn't going to make it back to Auckland, but um, yeah, when we got back there, yeah, it sort of sunk in, I suppose, um, to see the emotion of even my old man. He was there, and um, yeah, he was pretty emotional. And that when when I saw him, how emotional he was, it sort of yeah, it definitely hit me then. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty huge. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It wraps up what's been a pretty amazing couple of years, and I guess now you go and you you're the defending champion. Um, You've got Dave there again to battle with. Uh, we've also got you know, Glenn Alcorn coming from from Australia um, in another escort. So uh, there's a bit of you know trans Tasman rivalry and and um, Kiwi pride to be upheld there, Dan. Yeah, no pressure, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard he goes pretty good too. So it'll it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how how we how we fare. But Otago is my favourite rally. I think it's the best rally in the country. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting getting down there and getting into those stages again. Um so and then we'll just see how the how the championship goes, I suppose. But playing at this state last year was about consistently consistency, finishing every round, um, banking points and just trying to increase the speed. Whereas this year, yeah, I'd kinda like to focus on just specific events and not worry about the championship so much and more just, you know, a good result at each event and then and then go from there and see where it ends up rather than necessarily worrying about you know, just banking the points when you need to. So a bit, a bit of a different mindset. It'll be cool to see if we can increase our speed again. Hopefully we can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Otago, there's there's so many strong two-wheel drive cars down there across the, the historics as well as the open two-wheel drives and some of the mainland competitors as well. It, it's um, yeah, it, it's the big show, isn't it? Oh, most definitely, yeah. Uh, driving an Escort in Otago is, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty pretty big dream come true and, to be our third year doing the rally, so um, yeah, actually have a little bit of experience there now, which is, is, is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, hopefully we get to first time we've done a done a rally with Tony, him and an escort, a man in escort. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, definitely want to uh, want to. There'll be some bragging rights over some beers as to who, who finishes in front front down there in a couple of weekends' time. Absolutely, I oh, look. It's going to be a, an amazing event. Um, We'll, we'll let you carry on with your preps and thank you very much for, for taking the time out to have a, a good chat. It's um, been really enjoyable, so thank you very much for that. Um, and we wish you all the best by the time this comes out. Um, we'll all be down in Dunedin and it's going to be beautiful and sunny and warm and, and not pissing down with rain and cold and it's going to be wonderful. Well, I'm actually hoping it's a little bit cooler because it was pretty hot yesterday at Bothwell Loop. I got a bit, a bit sunburn, I think, so it was pretty warm pretty warm in a race suit there. So looking forward to heading down south. Thanks very much. Me too. Cheers, mate. Thank you. See you later.